Welcome to our daily reflection for this Sunday, January 28th. And every Sunday we remember it's the Lord's Day, the day of his victory and the resurrection. And we want to have joy and rest in the Lord today. Well, we are in the beginning of ordinary time. And here we have a scene at the beginning of Jesus' public ministry given us in the Gospel of Mark, right from Mark chapter 1, where Jesus goes into a synagogue to teach. And we hear that there is a man with an unclean spirit, which means he's demon-possessed. And he begins a ruckus. He tries to interrupt Jesus' teaching. Now, let's flash back a little bit to the first reading from Moses in Deuteronomy 18, where he says that a prophet like me, the Lord your God, will raise up after me from among your own kin, and out of his mouth will come God's words. Right. So we're told that there will be another prophet who will be as great or greater than Moses, and he will speak the words of the Lord and you should listen to him. Well, Jesus is that prophet. He is the new Moses speaking and teaching in the synagogue, and Israel is to listen to him. But the demons don't want God's children to hear the word of God. And so what does the demon do? In the synagogue, he causes a disruption to interrupt and stop the teaching of Jesus and to prevent the people from hearing the word of God. And here we see a couple of important principles at work at the beginning of Jesus' public ministry. And I love how Mark tells us this. Mark is showing us that the real and ultimate enemy, right from the beginning of Jesus' public ministry, is not the scribes or the Pharisees. It's not the Romans. It's not the Herodians. It's the devil. It's the demons. That's the ultimate enemy. Everyone else is but a pawn in the hand of the devil. And don't be distracted by the pawns. It is the devil who is our ultimate enemy. And that's important for us to remember today. You know, um, when we want to avoid divisions in the church, in the world, we have to realize that the real problem, the real enemy, uh, is the devil and his minions, not the people who might be influenced or under um, his power. And so Jesus uh, rebukes the demon. And of course, the demon says, I know who you are, Jesus of Nazareth, Holy One of God. And you might think, well, the demon's just kind of surrendering. He's saying, I know who you are, uncle, I give up. But that is far from the truth. What the demon is actually doing by naming Jesus, he's doing basically an exorcism on Jesus. And then Jesus tells him to shut up. He rebukes him. He tells him to be silent. And that strong rebuke of silence is Jesus countering the exorcism that the demon is attempting upon Jesus. Don't think that the demon is simply surrendering to Jesus. And that's why even when Jesus is exercising the demon, he convulses the man trying to hold his place and hold on to his hold on this man that he possesses. He doesn't go quietly into the night. He doesn't give up easily. He goes down with a fight. And again, we learn another lesson. One, the enemy doesn't want God's people to hear the word of God. That's the first objective of the enemy. The second thing, the enemy will not obey God and is in rebellion as from the beginning. And that's why Jesus has to tell him to be silent. And the third thing is, the enemy doesn't give up without a fight. He doesn't give up his hold on somebody without a fight. And so we learn a lot here in this scene. And what we have to realize is that what we're fighting against in whatever we want to call it, culture war or whatever battles, uh, it's deeper than what goes on on the surface. 
and we're fighting against powers and principalities. And we need to avail ourselves to listen to the Word of God. That's the first thing we have to do. Obey the Word of God. And then we have to share that Word with others and create the conditions, as Jesus does by casting them out of the synagogue. And the fourth and final lesson I think we should take away is that where does Jesus encounter the demons? In the synagogue, right away. In other words, in the church. We shouldn't be scandalized that the activity of demons is intimately made in the church. Because where else do the demons want to have influence? Where else does the demon want to bring the fight to us but the church? And so the fact that there are demon-possessed agents of the devil in the church, in the synagogue, should not surprise us at all. We, that's where we will encounter them, and that's where we will have some of our fights, as Jesus himself shows us. And so let's take these lessons, these spiritual lessons, and realize that on the positive side, we want to listen to and hold to the Word of God, which is especially true on Sundays. And secondly, we want to know who the real enemy is and reflect on that. May the Lord bless you with this wisdom and keep you. Take care. This Daily Reflection is brought to you thanks to the generous support of the Mission Circle. Join the Mission Circle to help Catholics worldwide understand, live, and share their faith. Sign up at missioncircle.org today. To sign up and start receiving these daily reflections in your inbox every day for free, visit form.org daily and enter your email. You can watch these reflections in video format by visiting formed.org. Formed is an online Catholic streaming service created by the Augustan Institute and Ignatius Press with award-winning studies and parish programs, inspiring audio content, movies, ebooks, and family-friendly kids programming. To support the mission of the Augustan Institute, please visit missioncircle.org.